Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt, and in today's episode, I'm bringing a very requested topic to you all on Bookkeeping 101. We have our friend Olivia here with us today, and she is the founder of Frolic Bookkeeping, a firm for creative entrepreneurs. She's truly on a mission to help business owners understand their numbers so that they can feel empowered to make financial decisions, scale their business, and increase their profitability. We are going to talk about the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant, a few of Olivia's top bookkeeping and finance practices that she recommends for entrepreneurs, and yes, that does include how to pay yourself, how much to save for taxes, and things of that sort. We're also just going to chat through the difference between sales and profit and the term of knowing your numbers since that gets thrown around a lot. So if you're someone who's intimidated by finances and you just really don't know where to start or you don't know how to know your numbers in the first place, you're going to walk away with some really tangible steps from this episode. So without further ado, let's get into this short but packed episode. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome back to the show, friend. So today I have Olivia here to talk all about bookkeeping with us. And before we get into the questions, Olivia, I would just love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about you on like a day-to-day basis. Like, what do you love? What are you all about in business? Tell us all the things. Yeah. So my name's Olivia. I live outside of Philadelphia in the suburbs. And honestly, I love the area I live. I feel like it's a central location. You're like, Two hours from the beach, two hours to New York City, two hours to DC, two hours to the mountains. I think it's a perfect place to live. A couple of years ago, I got like really sick with just health issues and I worked really hard to find the root cause. So I would say my passion is like non-toxic living, holistic lifestyle. Like that's something I love and I'm super passionate about since it helped heal me. And I like to continue to feel good. And that's how I find my healing. It is in food and lifestyle changes. And then I do bookkeeping. Obviously, that's kind of another passion of mine is bookkeeping and empowering entrepreneurs in their businesses and their financial journey. That's awesome. Also, I totally relate to the non-toxic living things. I think we've chatted on Instagram about that a little bit Yeah, of just like loving, yeah, like oat milk, but also realizing, oh man, oat milk has some like toxic ingredients. I should probably make my own oat milk. Like I feel like everyone is kind of entering into that era where they're like doing their own thing. They're making their sourdough. They're making their oat milk or almond milk. Like It's really cool. So I love that about you. Yeah, I've been trying to make my own sourdough, but I can't get the starter to be active. It's hard. Girl, I was just given some starter and I have no idea what I'm doing. So if any of you guys are listening and you know, you can just DM Olivia and I on Instagram and let us know how we can do this correctly. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Well, I love that too. I love, I've never been to Philadelphia before, but I've heard it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I live in like a historic little town. So there's like so many historic houses and different sites. Like I think part of the Revolutionary War was fought where I live. So there's tons of cool like battlefields around. 
That's awesome. Okay, cool. Well, let's dive in to talking about bookkeeping and thanks for just introducing yourself a little bit. So first, can you just differentiate between a bookkeeper and an accountant? Yeah. So I'll get this in terms of photography. So if you shoot a wedding, you usually hire a second shooter to capture different events from the day because you can't be there and capture everything. Then at the end of the wedding, the second shooter then sends you the files that she took. And then you as like the main shooter, take all those files, edit them, and then deliver them to the client. And that's kind of what bookkeeping does. It captures the month-to-month information on a month-to-month basis. And then they take that and they deliver it to the tax preparer. And then the tax preparer takes that information and turns it into a tax return. I love that. Okay, so can an accountant do the monthly bookkeeping things too, or is that usually just for a bookkeeper? It's really just the individual tax preparer's preference. I'll give another example. So if you do wedding photography, you probably like stick to wedding photography as like your niche, but you might not branch out into like newborn photography. I mean, you can, and you'd probably be good at it, but you just want to stay with what you know. And that's kind of where the difference between like a tax preparer wants to do the bookkeeping, they can, but usually they're like super involved in the different tax laws and the tax law changes that they don't really have the time to focus on bookkeeping and the month-to-month transactions. So they can if they want to, but usually a lot of tax preparers like to focus on the tax law and the bookkeeper takes care of the month-to-month day-to-day transactions. That makes sense. I feel like I can already tell just by like that response that like, they are two different kinds of things that you can outsource, but both are equally helpful and like still work together. So yeah, personally for me, just so you guys know, I have an accountant. I've had an accountant for a very long time, but I still do my bookkeeping myself month to month. And I was just telling Olivia before we started this call, I was like, girl, I probably need to outsource this because I cannot keep up. So if you find that that's you where you're kind of in this place in business where you're just like, running and letting things happen and you're not really knowing like your numbers, which we'll talk more about that, then a bookkeeper may be really helpful for you. So first things first, Olivia, like what are a few of your top bookkeeping or finance practices that you recommend in general for entrepreneurs? Yeah. So first thing, like the golden rule of bookkeeping is to have a separate business bank account. And this is for any industry, any business. You want to start the first thing you do when you set up a business is get a separate business account and make sure all of your transactions are just business in there. Like all your income is coming into that account. All your expenses for your business are going out of that account. And there's no like commingling of personal items. And that just makes your life so much easier, especially if you're an LLC for a liability shield. But also when it comes to tax time, You don't want to go through 12 months of bank statements if you commingle the expenses and pick out what is business and what is not. So that's like my number one recommendation. Okay. So like the first thing they should do is like separating their business and personal expenses. But can you speak on like also how to pay yourself? How does that work whenever you've got like the two different accounts? So it depends on what your business structure is. A lot of people are sole proprietors. So When you pay yourself as a sole proprietor, you would initiate transfer from your business account to your personal account, and it's called an owner's draw. And it's good to keep consistent just doing a draw instead of like spending 
your money from your business account for personal items. Because again, if you're an LLC, it's super important that your business and personal assets are being separated. So a transfer keeps everything clean and super organized. And then if you're an S Corp, which is a different type of business structure, it's for people who have like, you have to switch it and then you have to put yourself on payroll. So you pay yourself through payroll and you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary. And then you'd also do owner's draws on top of that too. So transfers from your business account to your personal account. Okay. So really like it does depend on like your specific business, but I feel like for most of you guys listening to this podcast, I mean, that's how I started was doing like an owner's draw every two weeks. I think that's a great way to pay yourself just like you would have in a normal, you know, nine to five kind of job. And if you guys like don't know anything about profits or finances, a really helpful book that I learned about at the very beginning of my business was Profit First. And have you heard of that, Olivia? Yeah, I use Profit First in my business. I love it. Also, another thing, my favorite business bank account, Relay Bank, they just partnered with Profit First. And their whole thing is when your income comes in to your like income account you have set up, if you use Profit First, you can set up to automatically transfer all that money within that account to your other bank accounts. So you don't have to do anything. It's amazing. And Relay Bank is my number one bank recommendation for business owners. That is so awesome because right now I'm doing it all manually myself through US Bank and it's fine. It works, but like any kind of automation, chef's kiss. So I love that. Thanks for sharing with us. Okay. So tell us like one of the biggest pain points I hear is how much do I save for taxes? How do I know what taxes to pay? How do I even pay taxes? So as far as that goes, where is like the first step that you recommend for entrepreneurs to figure those things out? Yeah. Taxes is a question I get asked a lot because a lot of business owners just have no idea where to even begin. And a lot of mistakes I see a lot is people not making estimated quarterly tax payments just because they're not aware that they're supposed to be making quarterly payments. So if you expect to make four to $5,000 in profit in your business, so that means you would owe $1,000 in taxes roughly. So if you expect to owe over $1,000 in taxes for the year, then you should be making estimated quarterly tax payments. And I would recommend setting aside anywhere from like 20 to 30% of your profit for taxes. That way you're covered and really make an effort to put that in a separate savings account so you don't spend it and you have that money when the time comes to make quarterly tax payments or pay your tax liability at the end of the year. Are you a wedding or elopement photographer who wants to learn how to attract, book, and serve your dream couples within the next three months? If so, inside my mentorship program, Book It, you will go from barely booking or accepting jobs just for the income to fully booking it with dream couples you're actually excited about. This program has served over 65 students and they've gone from not knowing where their next inquiry is coming from to consistent inquiries that convert into bookings. Instead of running their business with no real plan, they're standing out from the crowd with consistent marketing and a strategic website that calls in their dream couples. They've gone from serving budget shoppers to raise prices, booking their highest packages on repeat. After our 12 weeks together, you will build or rebuild your business to become a profitable, sustainable, consistent, and fulfilling one. If you're really ready to get clear on the next steps that you should take for your business in order to book out your calendar, 
Book It is the group mentorship program for you. You can learn more and apply through the link in the show notes and description, and I will personally review your application to make sure that it is the next best step for you. I truly cannot wait to meet you and serve you in this way. Let's get back to the episode. Okay, that's so good to know. And as far as like making those quarterly tax payments, it really is just as easy as looking up your state's information, like probably something.gov in your state. And then you can find from there, like the quarterly tax payment estimated taxes link. And then that's where you would submit it. So that's really helpful to know. And as far as profit, since that was a word that you just brought up, what is the difference between sales and profit? Yeah, so that's something online that I feel like a lot of business owners sometimes get discouraged about because they'll hear different people they look up to say, oh, I had a $100,000 year or $100,000 launch, but that's only half of the picture. That's the amount of sales they brought in. So that's the income they generated from their offerings. But the other half of that picture is the expenses. So that's everything that went into your business to make those sales. And then what's left over of your sales minus your expenses is your profit and your profit is really your like bottom line and it tells you how much your business made and then based on that profit is what you should allocate for taxes and paying yourself that is truly so good to know because yeah whenever it does come to paying your taxes or even trying to figure out like what are you going to pay yourself? Really, it probably comes from more so that profit because you are, as a business owner, having so many expenses and things like that. So as far as like the term of know your numbers, that gets thrown around a lot, which we mentioned at the beginning of the episode. So for anyone listening who may not understand that importance, first of all, what does it mean to know your numbers? Just understanding what your profit is and what affects your profit and having clarity around your financial position in your business and being able to use those numbers to make business decisions to like increase your profitability and make little tweaks to make your business more efficient. Okay. And as far as like understanding their numbers, is there like a software that you recommend to use for bookkeeping? Yeah. So you could DIY it yourself and If you go that route, I would probably recommend a spreadsheet because it's just simple and it's hard to mess up. It's pretty easy to use. It is more manual since you have to hand type everything in, but you can ensure that nothing's missing and things like that. But if you don't want to do a spreadsheet, you could use an accounting software. Just sometimes there's a bit of a learning curve and it could be overwhelming if you don't have accounting background and experience. It's really just up to your individual preference. With a spreadsheet, there's just a one-time fee. And then if you use a bookkeeping software, it's usually a monthly or annual subscription. Yeah, I personally use QuickBooks and I've heard that's like the best to use as far as like even being able to see reports and things. So as far as like a newer photographer, would you recommend doing a bookkeeping software or just starting with the spreadsheet? I would say if you're new, you could probably just start with a spreadsheet since it's easier And then QuickBooks is good. A lot of people use it, but my favorite accounting software is Xero just because I find it more intuitive to use and they have really good reporting functionalities, which I love since your reports are what tells you your like financial information in your business. Okay, cool. What reports should we be looking at on like a routine basis? 
your profit and loss, it's also the same as your income statement. That is like gold to you as a business owner because it's going to show you all of your sales. And what I like to do with my clients is break out their different sales categories. So say you're a photographer, you could do family photography, you could do branding photography, wedding photography, break it out by those sources. So you really have the insights into your business of what's performing well, what's bringing you the most money. And then after all of your sales is all of your expenses. So it breaks it out by category. You have like advertising, you spent X amount on advertising. And then after all of your expenses, then shows your profit. And that's what's left over after all of your expenses have been taken out. Amazing. And at what point do you recommend hiring out bookkeeping? Since this is such a topic that a lot of us creative entrepreneurs do not do very well with our budgeting or finances and things like that. So is it important for a business owner to keep more so of a hands-on approach to their finances or do you recommend outsourcing earlier on in business? I would recommend having like a hands-on experience, like no matter which route you go, like if you do it yourself or have someone do it, just hands-on and what I mean, like just having an idea of what your financial position is at any point in time. So you can use that strategically in your business to better your business. And when you want to outsource it, if you do, I usually say to ask yourself a series of questions like, do I enjoy doing this? Do I actually make time to do it? Because a lot of business owners are like, I need to do my bookkeeping. And then they just let it fall to the bottom of their to-do list. And then before you know it, months have gone by. (laughs) So it's like really helpful as a business owner to have your numbers up to date so you can strategically make different changes for and see things that are working versus not working. Also ask yourself, like, do I want to be in this for the long haul? Like, do I want to scale my business? And if you do, you probably want to outsource the things that you're not good at or you don't have time to focus on. So you can focus on the bigger vision for your company. Yeah. And how do we figure out like that bigger vision of our company? Like, do you say budgeting is like one of the top ways to be able to do that? So then, you know, kind of like even what are your goals for this year and how can you budget toward that with knowing what your numbers are, you know, your profit, you know, your loss, things like that. Would you say budgeting is probably like a great place to start as well? Yeah. So in order to like budget and forecast, you have to know your numbers like up to date and stuff. So then you can forecast what you want and you can create goals based off of like your current financial position. For example, if last year you made $50,000, but this year you want to try and double that, you want to make sure you're also keeping track of how you're hitting your goals. And in order to set those goals, you have to know what your current financial position is. So you have somewhere to aim and reach those goals. So it's definitely important. Yeah. And what does it look like to work with a bookkeeper? Like what could our listener here expect if they reach out to you or to another bookkeeper? What does that process kind of look like from start to finish? So once you fill out my contact form on the website, just ask like a series of different questions, like just about your business and your current systems. Then we'll have a discovery call, which is about like 15 to 30 minutes where we just Talk about what you put on the inquiry form, like what's not working for you in your current bookkeeping system. What do you want from your business? Things like that and how I can help you. Then I usually send you a proposal based off of that call. And then once you accept the proposal and everything, we have our onboarding call, which is where we get you set up in the accounting software. We connect all your bank accounts. We go through any questions 
that I might have or you might have to get you set up. And then usually when clients first start working with me, they need a cleanup or catch up. So we'll get started with that. And then we can review those reports with you. So you know and understand what those reports are telling you and how to apply them to your business. And then once we get done with that cleanup, we continue with our monthly services. So every month you get your reports in your inbox by the 15th of every month. And if I have any questions around the first of the month, I would like send you an email and just say, hey, any clarification on this? How should I categorize this? And my clients also have Boxer access with me. So if a question ever pops up and they're like, hey, what do you think if I invest in this mastermind or what? They can just quickly ask me and I can help support them. That is so helpful to know because so many times I feel like as entrepreneurs will like sit down and be like, oh, I know at least for me, I'm a very much an impulse buyer. So being able to sit down and think about my finances and my goals for the year and even budget that out and to know how much income I'm bringing in and what my current expenses look like, I can already just see how it would be so invaluable to work with someone like you on a month to month basis and even just have that service in your back pocket to always kind of know like, what direction do I need to take? And having like, you know, you're basically like a chief financial operating officer kind of situation because you know the ins and outs of all of the expenses and income and things like that. So you can help kind of like you've mentioned, forecast more of like what's to come and also to understand strategic investments too. So I feel like that's so helpful. And thank you for sharing all of that, Olivia. Yeah, a lot of my clients, when they first come work with me, they have no idea where their profit is at even how much money they're making, like they might have an idea, but they're not really sure. And they honestly feel stressed a lot of the time. And like, they have a weight on their shoulders just because they just feel like a dark cloud. Like they kind of have an idea what their numbers are, but they're not sure. And then once they start working with me, I all the time see them like get more confident in their business. And when they get their report sent to their email every month, it like motivates them to continue to do well in their business because they can see the financial results paying off. And that's probably my favorite part of my job too. Just yeah. enjoying like celebrating client wins with my clients. Yeah. And seeing that growth month to month to month, that's powerful to just continue like encouraging you, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for being here today, Olivia. Are there any final thoughts you have that you want to share with the listeners about getting started with bookkeeping and really taking this overwhelming thing and kind of bringing it down into like short, actionable pieces. I do have a spreadsheet, a profit and loss spreadsheet available on my website. And if you use the code all angles, you can get 20% off and you just take your bank statements every month and you type in your transactions and then the rest of the spreadsheet will just auto populate. So it has some visual reporting charts and it has a profit and loss by month and year to date. So you really can understand your financial position to start making money changes in your business. I love that. Where can they find you on Instagram? What's your website? Share that information with us. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Frolic Bookkeeping and my website is frolicbookkeeping.com. Amazing. Thanks for being here today, Olivia. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'll be back in your ears with more photo biz goodness every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe to the show. If you're loving the episodes, I want to welcome you to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify so the podcast reaches more listeners just like you. Also, it lets me know what you enjoy hearing the most, and I promise it really goes a long way. 
If you're ready to dig deeper, save yourself time, and master all angles of running your dream photography business, I offer one-on-one mentoring, group mentorship programs for wedding and elopement photographers, and resources to make your business work for you instead of the other way around. The links to all of these offerings will be in the show notes and description, as well as any freebies and discounts mentioned in the episode. Until next time, my friend. 